When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about some college football. Yes, it's off-season, but football is never done. There's hardly ever an off-season. So let's just talk about college football on today's episode. Um, One thing that's been brought up about college football is the spring games. How important are they? Is it worth it? Uh, You know, you hear some people talk about, well, let's, you know, let's... Combine practices. Let's have a spring game versus other teams. You've seen the NFL start to adopt this over the last few years where um, you have NFL teams practice against each other, and we've seen fights break out, and people love it. They, they can scrimmage against each other, and they like the competition. You know, it kind of sees where they measure up versus all the teams and measuring stick for the people and for the players that they have to evaluate because in training camps they – are looking to cut people, they're looking to the rosters, they're looking to everything else. And you notice there's a theme here when we keep talking about college sports now is cutting people and money and contracts and everything else. Well, that's what college football is slowly turning into. With the transfer portal, with everything else that is happening in college football, um, it's becoming free agency. Uh, The late Mike Leach, Coach Leach, if you remember – he talked about this. He said, if you start to go down this path of paying players, it's going to become free agency. It's going to be no different than NFL. Because what happens in the NFL? Well, they have guys that come to training camp. They have to earn their spot. They have to be paid. They have agents. They have guys that negotiate a contract. They have everything like that. And what is happening? We're not even talking about college basketball. We talk about college basketball a lot on this with Illinois and Brad Underwood and everything. But what is happening college sports well you're having the transfer portal and everything else which we'll do a whole other topic on but what's happening is it's happening because you're having agents you're having these people coming in and you have money being thrown around but that's a whole other part of this conversation but the conversation is spring ball what's what's the point of it does it get people hurt does it do this does it do that spring ball has an importance because It allows the coaches to kind of see what they're going to have going into the summer and what they plan on doing, especially when you have new defensive coordinators, new offensive coordinators, especially a new head coach. But when you're installing new things, it allows in the spring to see 
who you have that's going to be coming into the summer. And it allows you to see how to plan for the summer. If you plan on doing a specific offense or defense and you've been practicing it during the spring, it allows you to see, okay, can we actually handle running this type of offense? Can our players actually handle doing some of these things? And then allows you in the summer to reevaluate saying, okay, we don't want to redo everything that we're doing in the spring, or we don't want to completely throw out this offense, but what tweaks do we have to make? Now you have major film on these guys. Um, it allows team camaraderie to come around. And that's why spring is very important. Um, you can't really worry about the injury thing all the time. There are some moments where you can sit there and say, okay, we're worried about injuries and it makes sense to worry about injuries. Um, but I think, you know, if you're doing things safe, which football has become way more safer, you know, at least at the high school level, it's come way more safer than when we all played. You know, we had the two-a-days, some three-a-days and everything, and it's become way more safe. It's become smarter. You know, you had to earn water breaks. You had to do these things. Well, now it's become we, – we look for ways to give them extra water and things like that. Um, that the, the equipment is way safer. Um, the way you teach things is way safer. Everything is way more safer than ever before. So these people that are coming out talking about, well, spring ball is boring. You know, what's the point of practice? What's the point of watching your team – your number one offense going against the number one defense. And so it's been brought up, hey, what if they practice against another team? What if they scrimmage a different team? And people love that because it could be a moneymaker, obviously, because you're selling tickets. Um, it allows you to see going against different competition, which I, I can see why you want to do that. Um, in Illinois in high school, you can start to have co-op practices where it, it, it's a part of your um, – your, your contact days. So in Illinois, I know, you know, I, I believe it was 25. And then when COVID came around, it was 20, but it's still 20, 25 days where you're allowed to be around your team. And then you could do a co-op. But here's the difference, though. In a co-op practice, you can go competition. You can do seven on seven, um, but you can't full on, like, scrimmage. You can't full on do any of those things. Um, it's, it's talked about in Illinois, at least, to maybe have some type of scrimmage game, anything else. Um, so it's been brought up to have college football start to practice against another team. It's starting to talk about what if they have a spring game versus another team. And that part to me, I understand, but I also don't think that they need to go that route because that could lead to injuries in the spring. Now, well, Steve, what's the difference between going against a team versus your number one defense if you're thinking of from an offensive perspective? Because, well, the quarterback is very much protected in your spring game. I feel like if you start decide to go against another team, it, it's not going to be as controlled. You can have the refs talk about it. They can be somewhat controlled. But in a spring game, you control everything. You can control how it's scored. You can control – um, everything else. I just don't think that even coaches want to do this because then it starts to, there's film on you no matter what, but I think then it opens up film for everybody. Now in a spring game, you don't open up everything. There's, there's, you know, if you're coming into a, a year 
and you're going to be an inside zone team, wide zone team, and you've got different wrinkles and you've got different gap schemes. We're well, not going to show everything. You might come in with, hey, we're going to run these two run plays. We're going to run like these six passes, only these formations, like whatever. You know, this is what we're going to do because it's going to be on YouTube. Somebody's going to get a hold of it. And so we don't want to show everything. Somebody's going to come to the game, you know, that we're playing for the first time. I just, I don't think that it will be a very controlled scrimmage. I don't think that kids are going to be able to control emotions if it starts chirping and then they start to go full go and then your your star quarterback gets hurt, your star wide receiver gets hurt. And so I go back to, well, we can't always worry about injuries. Well, I think you can worry about injuries if you start to get into that situation where it's a hard thing to control. You can do it in the NFL because it's very much controlled. These are professionals. They understand. Um, and if you watch a spring game in college, it's very much controlled by the head coach. He, the, uh, the referees understand as soon as they touch the quarterback, they're done. It's a very quick whistle for the running back. Um, it's your teammates here not trying to do certain things. And so then it comes back to well, what's the point of it? Well, the point is to bring the college together. The point is to create money and do certain things. It's to have competition. It's to bring the campus together. It's to have the football players start to have some fun. They haven't played since November, December, and now you, you're looking at April. And it and that's what it's mainly for. It's mainly for coaches and the players and the community and for the college. You start to make spring scrimmages. You start looking into, you know, okay, well, what's the point now? Well, the point is to have competition versus other teams. Um, so I don't know if you necessarily want to do spring games. I think it would just take away from what college football is, which is what we're slowly getting away from is, you know, I don't, I want the players to be paid. I want them to make money because I don't think it's right for people to make money off of you and your name, I, I guess. It, to put it back that way, like if you sell a jersey with with someone's name on it and someone makes money and you don't see any of it, I don't like that. Um, you know, you look at it from a business perspective of, well, I work for a boss and I make money. Now I need a percentage of that money, right? Whatever it is. I believe that for college athletes, because you look at, coaches making millions of dollars, some making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, not all of them. I think that's a, another misconception is that these, every single coach makes millions and millions of dollars. They don't. There's coaches that make hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is still a lot. I'm not saying they live a rough life, but to think that they all make $8 million a year doesn't happen. To think all of them make a million dollars a year doesn't happen. But those players, you know, it got to a point where players were doing that. Um, but I think it's one thing to play games and that's how they make money. But I think when you're name, you know, to play games and make money is one thing. Um, you could look at that from a job perspective of not sales. You know, if you're thinking about sales, if I'm somebody that works in sales and I call people, cold call people, do whatever, and I make money for somebody or a company, I deserve a piece of what's going on there. You know, that's why you look at car salesmen or anything like that. Well, I'm making money because I sold this car, but I get a percentage of it. Now, if you're just working for a business and you personally are not selling anything, but the place has to make money somehow and 
you deserve money for that because you work for them. And that's the way I looked at college football at first was, well, they're getting paid from a scholarship perspective, and they're playing games, ticket sales and everything. They're there to watch them. The coaches get paid that way. Um, and that was okay. Now, when you started looking at NCAA video games, which I miss, you started looking at their names. You started thinking about, well, they can't sell their autographs to make money. That's where I have a problem because it's their name. They can do what they want with it. It's not hurting anybody. So that I understand. You start getting into scrimmage games. It starts really getting into, well, now you might as well just be the USFL or the XFL. You know, we're, we're getting away from traditional college, which it's okay. Sometimes it's okay to break the mold. Sometimes it's okay to do those things. Um, but I think that you start getting away from what makes college great, and that is spring ball. Um, you know, NFL has its training camps in the summer, which are cool. Um, college has their normal workouts and everything in the summer. But I think what makes college football unique is that they can have the spring football, which is really cool. Um, depending on what college you're at, you can walk right by and go watch your team practice while you're there. Um, they'll take volunteer help. You can go be around the team, which is awesome. Um, it's either free or it's very cheap tickets to go see them. But then you have an opportunity to be part of whatever competitions they have at halftime. I know last year for at least the University of Illinois, they had Barcel Carl come out who went to Illinois and he came out and threw. He was in there. That's fun. They interviewed the coaches on the sideline. And, and I know with Coach Bielma, what was awesome was they had an insight to what was going on on the headset. He was being interviewed and they had the headset on. And he was literally talking to the offensive coordinator a couple of years ago. And they, he was saying like, okay, here's what we're going to run. Um, this is what this means. And this is kind of what the headset is. He didn't say everything because you can't repeat everything said on a headset. But I think those are just cool environments. Um, and I think that we can start breaking the mold on some things. But I think you need to leave spring ball alone. Because then you start dabbling into, you know, we're coming more and more of a um, – professional types model um, than ever before with everything going on, which is fine, but let's try to keep some of the traditions alive with football. Um, and also it allows recruits. And this is the biggest part. The other stuff people can disagree with me on. The biggest thing I think that you need to stay away from having teams come to your school is recruiting because when you have spring ball practices you can have your recruits come in, whether it's transfer portal guys, whether it's high school guys, and they get to see what type of practice you have. They can see what you're all about. They can see how you run things and do all of that. The thing that you don't want to do is imagine being Auburn. Now, they wouldn't do this, but just imagine being Auburn. And then you go to Alabama because you're like, well, I want to show Alabama how I'm going to do this year, which this won't happen. And Nick Saban knows you got recruits coming. And they do something cool, and then Nick Saban can steal your recruits. You know what I mean? So it just – it just you know, we talked to before the, anybody has ever gotten paid, before anything like that, they talked about, you know, the dirty side of recruiting, which a lot of coaches do. Now you're going to dabble into that – now, if you start having different guys come to your practices, you'd have to put a clamp on and say you can't have recruits show up. Well, that doesn't help the coaches because you're dealing with spring, you're dealing with transfer portal, you're dealing with high school guys that are undecided, and you're making that final push to get them to sign. You're getting that final push to do those things. 
and that ta- it just adds more headaches to everything. So we need to leave spring ball alone. Just continue to let it happen with just the school. Have your spring game, which I love spring games. I love watching them. It gives you an insight to what they do. Um, when I went to EIU, I loved watching those. I've never been able to go to the University of Illinois, but I try to watch it. Like, it's funny. You make a point to watch those games, even if they're not playing against another team, because it's really exciting to see what your team can do. And again, what what is scrimmaging another team in the spring give you? Because in the NFL, you have the preseason where you go play teams, and it kind of gives you a small insight to what you have and the atmosphere for younger guys and everything else. But so if you're going to do something like that, wait till you get to the season where you go do like a scrimmage game. Doing it in the spring doesn't really do anything because, you know, it helps you personally, but you have months after that if you decide to do like a scrimmage in the spring. Scrimmage games to me, months and months in advance against another team don't make sense. It makes sense for you against yourselves because it's a controlled environment where you do overcoaching at that point and everything. And then it allows your guys to have some confidence because if you go against another team, they, they get into their heads. They're making these mistakes. So I just think that we need to start, just leave it alone. We're dealing with the name, image, and likeness. We're dealing with, which is cool. I want them to get paid, but we're dealing with this transfer portal stuff, recruiting. Um, you're dealing with these coaches putting extra hours. Just, just, just leave the spring stuff alone, and I think it'll be okay. And just keep it the way it is. I don't care if people think it's boring or not. A lot of people like it, like me, and love it. Um, so just leave it alone. It should be fine, and, or will be fine. Um, just, just, don't, just stop. Just we don't need to keep to dabbling into the minor league profession. Um, and it creates competition, and you're already going to get competition from playing number one offense versus number one defense and you know everything else so you're getting competition you're getting those things so let's just leave it at that um and leave that part of college football alone um thank you guys uh that will do for this episode um thank you guys for watching and or listening uh please make sure you like and subscribe on youtube follow and rate it um i really need a lot of those likes for the video. So if you just don't even watch the full thing, like it, please. Um, if you got to this point, appreciate it. Um, leave a five-star review on Apple and iTunes helps tremendously. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Of course, um, check out Twitter at coach underscore Steve 72, um, on Twitter and the Facebook page that coach Steve show on Facebook as well. Um, slowly upgrading some things, different camera, different microphone. So we're getting there. Um, have some things in the works, breaking down Chicago Bears film and stuff. So be on the lookout for that type of stuff. Um, so thank you guys again for watching or listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.